Welcome to the Legacy of Our African-American Lives podcast, where our stories become our oral histories created to uplift, empower, and enrich the next generation. My name is Tangela Irby, and I am your host. I am pleased to introduce to you another one of my cousins. I am going to have Yolanda Palmer on our show today. Yolanda is a proud mother and grandmother. She has worked in the retail industry for many, many years, and now she has found her place in the insurance industry, and she is doing an awesome job. I always said that if you need someone to manage, organize, or tell folks what to do, Yolanda Palmer is your person. <laughs> well, thank you, Tangela, for that introduction. That was right on point. <laughs> I thought you liked that. Those are all things you have heard before. So I'm not telling you anything or not telling the world anything. The rest of us who know you don't already know. <laughs> oh, I said, thank you again for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into talking about our family history. Um, so like you said, I've been in retail for a long time and have um, discovered my calling in insurance, been in insurance now for, I want to say 18 to 20 years. It was definitely a life transition as far as with working and selling clothing to now selling insurance to people. It's not just for auto and home insurance, but life insurance as well, which is very important, especially in our community to make sure that family members are taken care of in their final need and not be a financial burden on, on family members. In terms of working with our community, that that's a goal and that's something that has become your mission. Let's get into talking about our family, Yolanda. We've had many family reunions since the early 90s, and we've had the privilege of actually working together to you know organize a, a family reunion. So I know that this is something that's important for both of us. We want the next right. generation to know and understand where they come from. Right. Because in the world that we live in today, you know, if you don't know what your family went through before you came along, you're not going to appreciate and stand in that power of who we are. So right. let's go back a little bit, Yolanda, and you can start for where you want to start. But I love to hear a little bit about maybe a memory or something that stands out to you when you think about G's Ben. I remember we used to take road trips to, to G's Ben, 28 hour car ride. And my father never wanted to stop to let us go to the bathroom, but he would pack up the car and we would drive, drive, drive until the, from early in the morning until we got there. And I just remember when we did get there, turning down that red dirt road and we knew that we were home. And it's so odd because way back then we didn't have this. We don't have, we didn't have the technology, cell phone. So we drive, turn down that road and they would, the people would be sitting on the porch like, hey, um, Bull, hey, you know, Maxie. I'm like, how do they know we were coming? That was just like an awesome feeling. And then turning and, you know, getting off the car and seeing grandma, you know, and grandpa on the, on the porch, just waiting for us with open arms. And just our aunts and uncles, there's just so many of them there in this tiny house, but we all fit. We all had somewhere to sleep. I definitely relate to the, comment you made about being home mm -hmm. you like myself we've never lived there no. and my uncle will ask my aunt right now he'll say when's tan coming home there's something about knowing that there's a place for you that's home right 
And when you didn't grow up there, you know, it's, it's just an awesome feeling. And they embrace you as such. There is no question about going in the refrigerator. You are home. Right, exactly. And they knew all of the Greek, they knew all the kids. So they knew all of the adults who left G's Benz to come to Connecticut. They knew all of us. They knew us by name. And that was like, well, again, like, how do you, how did you know that? Like, it's not like we come here every week. It's like maybe a once a year thing that we did, but they knew every single one of us. And like you said, they embraced us. And that was just a good feeling. You did, you did not, you never felt out of place like if you're going to visit family. You know, you always felt welcome in our home. And the thing I'm struck by as you are talking and I'm looking at you, you could walk into a space and someone could look at you and say, you're perfect granddaughter, aren't you? Or looking Mm -hmm. at you and, you know, that facial, you know, there's that, you know, exactly. you you have that forehead. Yep. The forehead, the nose. Yep. Are you bull daughter? (laughs) Exactly. They know immediately who you are. I've had that happen to me here in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. you know walking through home depot and someone right. says you know they thought that i was my aunt's daughter she's my aunt so when he called her name it was like you know you start looking around like who who are you you know how do you know who i am are there any memories that you have of your grandmother and say who your grandmother was so my grandmother was uh, marie marie petway um and i do remember like i said all of us being in the house including her kids that were still there and all of us coming down, but we, we would go to sleep and get up in the morning and, you, and the house would be full of food. I mean, she would have fried bologna, grits, sausage, all of this stuff was like from her, her land, from her yard, but it was just so much food. And we were like, grandma, we didn't even hear you get up. Like we didn't hear not one pot, nothing. It's just always, everything's on the table. And, you know, just sitting around the table, just enjoying the food. And the laughter in the house, it was just amazing. It was just such a good feeling. So now I know, I don't know about your grandmother, but I know you have an aunt that quilts. Is there anything that you can share about the legacy of quilting your family? Well, my grandmother, Marie, she was actually one of the founders of the, the Quilting Bee. She was the president, actually, of the Quilting Bee. I do recall, you know, when we went down south that in one of the back rooms was stacked with quilts. The quilts that are now are on display. Some of them are from her. Just to look back on that and to see what's going on now with those quilts, it really makes me proud to know that I am a descendant of that legacy. And my Aunt Mary, she now lives in, I believe it's Montgomery, Alabama, and she still quilts to this day. She has some beautiful, amazing quilts that she um, has on uh, Etsy right now that she's selling along with my Aunt Doris. So they're still quilting. My biggest regret is that I haven't learned how to do it. Each of her quotes have a story to them. A lot of talent is in our family. You mentioned that you don't quilt. Is that something that you want to learn how to do? No, I don't quilt. I wish I, I sew, I do sew, but I have never learned how to quilt. But that's something that I would like to learn. Oh, you may not be a quilter, but right. that gift is def- has definitely been passed down the line right. to you. And it just yeah. brought back a memory for me. I drew my junior ring dance dress yes yes I and did. gave you the sketch and you made the dress for me i sure did yes i yeah. did yeah. so i just i just made that connection it, the gift doesn't always present in the same way right but you're de- you definitely have gifted hands when it comes to sewing and, and creating oh, right. yeah so you definitely picked that up 
-hmm. when you think about everything that we know about our family and now that you have your own grandchild Mm -hmm. what are some of the lessons that you've learned from your family history that you want to pass down to Miss Bella work ethic work ethic and just when you decide to do something commit to it and just follow through um when life gives you lemons make lemonade out of it you know just got to keep going on and don't let anything get you down you're all, you're going to f- face obstacles but that just is to make you stronger just keep going all right you don't know you're strong until you have to be right exactly exactly well yolanda I want to say thank you for joining us today. And to all of our listeners, I would like to say thank you for joining us on this episode of the Legacy of Our African-American Lives podcast. Until next week.